Hi, everyone, and welcome to another uh, Sermon of the Week. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are going to be talking about the Christian lifestyle. Um, this is a series. This is part two of the series, and we're going to talk about marriage today. So let's go ahead and and start. Um, that despite the world, what the world will tell you, marriage is a blessing that got, comes from God. Marriage is something that God intended for us from the beginning. And is ordained by God. It is holy and it is righteous. And something God puts together. But marriage is not a mere contract like the world will tell you. It is a sacred union. When we have sex as husband and wife, we become one flesh. So marriage is, is more than an institution. But our wives and husbands become a part of us. And they become our family and long lifelong partners. God created marriage for a man and woman, and he creates sex for the husband and wife alone. Believers need to view marriage the way that God intended it to be, and not how the world views marriage. The couple have their own roles. The husband is in charge of the household, and the wife takes care of the household. But the roles are deeper than that. Let's examine the scriptures. Read, let's read Ephesians 5, 22-23. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is, sa is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Okay, so um, let's keep that in mind. That submission here does not mean forcefully, forcefully submit. In other words, um, you wives are not to be, uh, are not to fear their husbands. They're not supposed to be scared of them. They are to, and they are to willingly submit, and not, and they do not have to give in to forceful submission. Marriage is a ministry like anything else, and in submitting to her husband and being, and by being a loving woman. And mother, she is serving God, and she is to be supportive if God calls her husband by to ministry. Um, it's helpful that if we focus on um, on looking at how Jesus looks at his church, which is in his which is his bride, and see how he treats the church. Anyway, let's go to um, husbands. Um, let's read. Ephesians 5, 25 through 32. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. So, um, 
the the whole thing that our role as husbands is is a little bit bigger. It's a little bit um, longer. The instructions are longer, and um, it's because it's it's very important as for a man to fulfill his his husbandly duties towards his wife. During Bible times, a lot of times a man's wife was not his best friend. She was his property. She was to bear him children and cook his meals, and the list continues. When he wanted to speak to someone concerning issues, he went to his male friends. Now, of course, this was not all marriages, because let's face it, Mary and Joseph, they had a pretty good marriage. But even to this day, some men don't understand the concept of being a husband. First of all, a husband is responsible for his wife's spiritual growth. It is up to the husband to help his wife grow in the Lord. Okay, so, um, but by praying together and read the word of word together, he is also to support her calling and she is supposed to support her husband's calling. He is to support her emotionally, and he is to love her unconditionally like Jesus loves his church, to sacrifice for her, provide for her, and to for, and to be forgiving when she messes up. And believe me, she will have her moments of messing up. To help her out with the children, give her a break when you come home from work, because she has been with the children all day, and she could use some time for herself. And in some cases, she also has a job, so... um. In fact, most cases these days, she has a job. So when you come home from work in that situation, work together with the kids. And, and, and don't make it so that her sole duty is to take care of the kids while you go do whatever you want. Just work together with the children and spend time with the children. Do it as a, as a couple. Raise your children as a couple. Um, let's go ahead and continue. Um, Put her needs first and don't abuse her. Okay? And most of all, pray for her and with her. Now, keep in mind, every marriage needs work. But when God is the head of the household and, and marriage, your marriage will be challenged by the enemy because Satan will always try and destroy the Christian household. And you will all have a successful marriage if God is the head of your marriage. In closing, I'm going to attempt to tell you a story and how that, and hope that I will tell the story right. A long time ago, I heard a story about a husband who came home and sat from work and had and sat to have sat down to have dinner with his family. When she served dinner, the food was not exactly perfect. First of all, the house was a mess, and when she served the food. The main dish was burned, and she was silent for most of the dinner. Clearly, she was upset. So he took his first bite and smiled, and continued to eat the food, finishing the, his plate and thanking his wife for the food and telling, and sm telling her how much he appreciated the dinner and smiling through the whole meal. Finally, when dinner was over and when she, his wife was clearing the table, one of his children asked their dad why he ate the food and why he wasn't upset about the house and and why the about how the house was out of order and how bad the food was. He said, "Your mother had a bad day, and I wanted her to know how much I appreciate her." We husbands are there to comfort our wives and to con and to encourage her when she needs it. 
And most of all, we need to appreciate her. Look beyond her faults and let her know that you are thankful for her. Because she didn't have to choose us. She didn't have to say yes when we proposed. She didn't even have to date us. So we need to remember that and be thankful for her. And remember that she is also God's child. And we need to treat her as such. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. We thank you for our wives and and uh, the ladies out there. Thank you for their husbands. We thank you for our marriages, Lord. We thank you that you put us together. And Lord, we just thank you that our marriages are 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 loving and and we just thank you for our wives lord they they're definitely a gift for us lord you you definitely blessed us with our spouses lord we just ask and, and our husband and people's husbands ladies husbands i know that they are thankful that you gave um their husband to them lord we just pray that you be the head of our marriages that you be with our with us as we go throughout our days as a couple and help us grow in you together. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.